Hello and welcome to This Morning's Coffee, a Sunrise Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Gilbert. I decided on calling it a Sunrise Podcast versus a Motivational Podcast because I think there are too many things that we just label as motivation or motivational uh, this day and age. And I think the actual intent is lost a lot by just calling something motivational. And the sunrises have always um, seemed very hopeful to me. I've, I've always thought if you can just set your perspective to treat each day as a gift, to treat each day as a chance um, to get it right, then you're on the right track. Uh, but the intent of this endeavor is to bring a unique approach to chasing dreams, conquering goals, and basically encouraging each other to uh, believe in ourselves, that that no dream, no goal is too small or too big and unachievable. So uh, today I will be sharing a story about Kobe Bryant and um, my idea of the rule of 1%, thing I call the rule of 1%, and I googled the rule of 1% and nothing that I am going to say came back. So I think I'm in the green on that one. Uh, But first, a couple segments. Um, This morning's coffee is brought to you today by Fanning Goat Coffee in Spring Hill. Um, And I'm not saying they're a sponsor. I'm saying literally the coffee in this mug is from the Fanning Goat Coffee. I have it right here. Cabra Loca. It's a medium dark roast blend. Baker's Chocolate Toasty Caramel. It's fantastic. And if you're one of the 12 people that will listen to this podcast and live in Spring Hill, you should go to Fanning Goat. They make good coffee and they're great people. Um, this is a segment that I would like to call Things in the News That I Found Interesting Unrelated to Politics. Nice. <laughs> I've, I've asked my producer, Seeger, to be in, in the room here with me so I'm not just talking awkwardly to open space. Turns out it's awkward regardless. Um, NASA announced in October that they found water on the moon. Did you know that, Sigurd? No. Yeah. We all breezed by that real quick. It was on the news for like half a day. Water on the moon. Okay. Yeah. I found that interesting. Um, (laughs) This is going along swimmingly. Um, my next segment is called, uh, random facts about coffee. Did you know that in ancient Arab, um, a woman had legal grounds to divorce her husband if he failed to bring her fresh coffee on the website that gave me that fact cited legal grounds as a pun, as a coffee pun. Nice. So not a, so the whole damn thing's a joke. No, it said that was actually on the books in Saudi Arabia. All right. I, I'm not going to look it up. So, okay. yeah. And uh, I think our final segment here before we get in to the meat is called "How about some cheese?" This is where I give you a cheesy motivational quote. Here it is. Okay. How about some cheese, Seeger? Just remember, you can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in your pocket. Would you like to know who said 
Abraham. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger said that. <laughs> yeah. Just remember, you can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in your pockets. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, man. Now for the meat. Okay. Or I, maybe, maybe I shouldn't say now for the meat because I want this to be a vegan-friendly podcast. Is that, I want vegans to feel comfortable listening to this. Basically, I, I, want, I just want Zach Beatty to hear me say that and make a comment about it. All right, so I said we're going to speak about, <laughs> we're going to speak about Kobe Bryant today. Uh, Kobe Bryant was actually one of my heroes who tragically passed away January 26th of this year um, in an unfortunate helicopter accident. Um, and this is not by any means going to be a sports-related podcast at all. There's a, there's a point to me telling a story about Kobe Bryant. The day of his passing, of course, all news outlets were covering it. Um, ESPN, of course, very heavily covering it. And a lot of the analysts on ESPN um, knew Kobe Bryant personally, had played with him, uh, et cetera, what have you. And Jay Williams, excuse me, former basketball player from Duke University, shared his most memorable Kobe Bryant moment and I'll, I'll never forget watching it. I will never forget the impact that his retelling of his Kobe Bryant moment had on me, uh, which in effect is kind of, you know, the point behind this, this podcast. Um, so Jay Williams, um, which, you know, just to let everyone know who he was, he played for Duke university. His number has been retired by Duke university. Um, he won the national championship with Duke in 2001 and he was the college player of the year in 2002. So this this guy was no by any means slouch of a basketball player. He was drafted second in the uh in the NBA draft that he was taken in. Unfortunately, his career ended very early because of an injury, but um on the day of Kobe Bryant's passing, he was telling his favorite moment that he had with Kobe that impacted his life and it it went as follows. And I'm going to paraphrase, uh but I I know that I've gotten it pretty close. Um so he spoke about how he was with the Bulls at the time, and the Bulls had gone to L.A. to play the Lakers at Staples Center. And it was his rookie season, and he he had this this motivation. He was like, you know, I'm playing Kobe tonight. And they Kobe Bryant and the Lakers were the returning champions, so they were the defending champions that season. And, you know, he's hyped up for the game. He said, you know, I'm going to get down to Staples Center um, as early as anybody, and I'm going to shoot. And uh, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna make 400 shots before the game. This guy is hungry to get out there and um, give Kobe a run for his money that night. And so he said, when he showed up to the Staples Center to shoot, Kobe was already there and he was already drenched in sweat. So he'd been there for some time. And so Jay gets to work on his shots and he says he tells that he he made his shots. He did his 400 made shots. He got a good workout in, and he went back over to you know, kind of settle down, take his shoes off and go get ready to get ready for the game. And he said, Kobe was still shooting. He was still practicing. He was still working out. And after about 20, 30 more minutes of that, he finished up and that was that. And they went on to play that night. And as I, as my research um, showed, the Lakers ended up winning by 20 plus that night. And so Jay said he caught Kobe after the game and he said, you know, I'm trying not to fanboy because you're Kobe Bryant. And I, I just really have to know, 
um, how you do it, man. He said, you were there before I was there. You had already clearly been working out for hours. You worked out past my workout. You still come out here and balled harder than anybody on the court, win the game. And Kobe's response to Jay was as follows. He said, because I saw you come into the gym and I wanted you to know that no matter how long you shot, how long you worked out, that I was going to work out longer than you. I was going to outdo you no matter how long you were there uh, working out. And that, you know, that mentality, that story stuck with me so, so drastically, that mentality that somebody could approach a matter as like, I saw you and I changed my plans because I wanted you to know that I was going to outwork you no matter how hard that you worked. And that is a championship mentality. Kobe Bryant was a five-time NBA champion. He was an 18-time all-star. Um, and aside from you know anything he did sports-related, the, the man was just a philanthropist like none other. He spoke three different languages. Um, one of the coolest things that I think I've ever heard about Kobe Bryant was that he used to um, sneak into hospitals by going up back stairs with his crew to visit children and people in the hospital because he didn't want media or he didn't want anybody to know that he was there. A lot of times he would get uh, requests to do things like that. And the, normally the first thing out of his mouth was, yes, I will absolutely do it. I want zero media coverage of it uh, because that's not what he was in it for. Um, but you look at all those things, you look at the mentality of a champion is no matter what you do, I'm going to work harder than you. And so the application that I want to give here, and and I spoke about the rule of 1%, I think that mentality is very applicable to somebody who's chasing a dream, somebody who's chasing a goal, whether it's you want to start your own business or you have a lot of weight you want to lose or you want to run a half marathon, uh, whatever it is you're trying to do, you're trying to accomplish, you take that mentality and apply it to you versus yourself. Because I think a lot of people's immediate reaction would be, well, I'm not Kobe Bryant. I'm not an NBA basketball player. I, I'm not a five-time NBA champion. And I think when you have that attitude, you immediately bypass the years of hard work and dedication it actually takes to get to that point, to be the champion. Um, so my my take on the rule of 1% is this. If you have a dream or a goal that you're chasing, if you can do something every day that is progressive to that goal, um, no matter what it is, you can spend time in your head planning on what you want to do the following week. Or, you know, whether you put $10 in a savings account every couple days, no matter what it is, every day you can find a way to put 1% of effort in progression towards your dream or your goal, you're eventually going to get there because it's simple math. If you are always doing just a little bit more, you'll get there. And I think a lot of times our desire to have something or to chase a dream, you know, you're like, yeah, it'd be really great to lose a lot of weight, or it'd be really great to start this business that I want to do. It'd be really great to be a, you know, a singer or whatever, whatever it is you want to do. Um, there's no end to the examples. You think about that in your head and you go, man, that would be so fantastic. And then your hour, I say hour, because you know, this applies to me just as much as it does anybody else. Our desire 
to have something and have it now is so great that we don't think we can spend the time to actually get there. And so that actually trumps what you would need to do anyway to get there. And um, so if you can always remember that no little, uh, there is no such thing as too little when it's applying to your, uh, to chasing your dream. So Kobe's response to Jay, I wanted you to know that no matter how hard you worked, I was going to outwork you. If you can take that and instead of Kobe saying this to Jay, you say this to yourself. Your your measuring stick is yourself. If you can if you can begin each day or start each week or start each um, checkpoint of chasing your goal by looking at the last one, looking at you from last week, you from last month, and saying, you know what? No matter what you did last week, no matter what you did last month or what you did yesterday, I'm going to outwork you today, this week, next month. If you can make it you versus you and as long as the you in the present is constantly telling the you from the past that I'm going to outwork you, there's really nothing that you can't do. And I'm a believer in that. I've always said to anybody who will listen to me that there is literally nothing you cannot do if you set your mind to it. And of course, I don't mean things like there are some things, you know, if you want to be an astrophysicist that takes years of schooling, you know what I mean? Or, you know, um, of course, there are some things where people would be like, well, you can't fly. Okay. Well, you're missing the point if you say that, Seeger, you know? Seeger didn't say that to me. Um, that was just an example, so. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's my thought for today over this morning's coffee. Um, remember Fane and Goat, they make a lot of great coffee. This mug um, here, Seeger, my brother got me this this mug. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I pointed that out. This was a gift from my brother. He got it on a cruise. Um, I've never been on a cruise. And every time I drink out of this mug, I'm reminded of that. So thank you. (laughs) Um, I would like to thank our sponsors for today, um, which is nobody. We have zero sponsors. Phoenix Studios. Thank you for sponsoring I can't legally say anybody else has sponsored this podcast, but if uh, if you see it and you you want me to say that you're a sponsor for the next episode, I'm I'm open to invitations. Um, anyway, I, if you have listened, I thank you for listening. I hope that you took something away from this. Um, remember, there is nothing you can't do. I believe that, and um, don't ever give up. Be nice to each other. <laughs>